forever. Dog. Welcome to another episode of Best Show Bests, the greatest hits of the best show with me, your host, Tom Sharpling. If you like what you hear, make sure you join us every Tuesday night on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific for a brand new episode of The Best Show featuring callers, celebrity guests, live music, and plenty of surprises. Enjoy! Best Show, hi. Hi. Um, I, I've got something for the topic, um, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Um. I've I've ne- never seen the movie There Will Be Blood. Okay. You never saw the movie um, There Will Be Blood. Do you, what do you think There Will Be Blood is about? Well, um, just going by the by the movie poster and and a couple memes that I've seen, um, I think it's about a man who has the distinction of having both the biggest hat and the thickest mustache in Texas. And um, he wants to leave his job as an oil worker um, to pursue his dream of breaking the world's record for drinking the most milkshakes in in 10 minutes. Um, I don't know where the blood part comes in, so I can only assume there's some sort of vampire element to it. Um, I don't know, maybe the drill goes too deep and unleashes vampires who might also be rabid. Am I close? Um, not really. No, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of off target on that one, but that sounds, that would be pretty good. I would watch that movie. Yeah, I think I would too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, what was your name again, caller? Uh, my name's Tippy. Tippy. Oh wow, that's a, a I say that's a name you don't hear a whole lot. Tippy. Uh, I mean, the only Tippy I know of is uh, the guy from Euripides Pants, Tippy Nerdlinger. Yeah, that's me. Tippy, hold on, that's you. Yes. Because there's no. It's very. I mean, it's that's. There's no way that's you. No, I'm serious. It is me. It is. Because you're, wait, you're, you're, hold on. From the most popular comedy rock band of all time, Tippy Nerdlinger. Yeah. This is, this is, okay. Let me give you a little test then. I don't believe it's you. Because, you know, Euripides Pants is a pretty... There's no way this sad sack is Tippy Nerdlinger from Euripides Pants. Okay. Then tell me, Tippy, who engineered your second album, The Sophomore Jinx, which is a very, uh, that's a mouthful of a title. Um, well, the engineer of that record was, was Tim Kressner. And um, he also did American Pie Chart. Um, seriously great guy. And, um, you know, I, I still can't believe he was killed in that Tiki Hut explosion. And, um, you know, we all think about him a lot. It's very, 
very sad. And, uh, you know, for the record, um, that, that second album title, which, you know, which is of course spelled the soft morge, M O R M O O J inks. It, yeah, it's, it, it's a mouthful. It, it, it was not our idea. Um, that title was foisted upon us by, um, Jimmy Iveen, who was the head of our label. And, um, he, he thought it would be hilarious and he said he wouldn't promote the album if it wasn't called that. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to call the album number two cause it was our second album. And, um, I, I, I wanted the cover to be us and our, our friends doing a recreation of the baby Ruth scene from Caddyshack, but he, he wouldn't go for it. Oh my God. You are him. That's way too specific for you to not be him. It's from from Euripides' pants. That's wild. I have I have a bunch of your albums. I mean, I I listened to the first one. I break you face. I must listen to that a hundred times on my CD Walkman when my Honda Civic broke down back in uh, man. That must have been like the summer of two thousand ten, and I was walking to work every day. Oh man, I'm so sorry you had to had to go through that. You know, you know, especially in the summer, you must have been exhausted, and you're probably dehydrated by the time you got to work. And I don't have to say nothing of your clothes probably being being soaked from from sweating. You know, walking in that overpowering heat. You know, again, I'm I'm just so sorry you had to go through something like that. Well, it. It's, it's okay. I mean, it's, hey, Tippy, I can I just, and don't be offended by this. You, um, but you don't seem at all like the music that you make. If that makes sense. It's like you're, you're very, I guess morose is the word that comes to mind. It seems like it's very at odds with your, with your on stage persona. Cause I mean, I saw you at the Newbridge comedy rock arena in 2019 and you were hilarious. I mean, I don't know. I, I couldn't stop laughing. I just loved I, all the songs. So just got bit by my spirit animal, stale Halloween candy, Netflix and chili. You did my God, cream in my Kofifi Arbor day anthem cheese whiz for breakfast. Drive through blues, all the songs, sneeze guard. I loved all of those songs. And I mean, the show is like a, when you guys are live, it's like a circus. Like it's like a nonstop circus. And you're like this very outgoing ringmaster. Wow. That's so cool that you got to see E pants. Um, Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. You know, I'm, I'm 
I'm really flattered and, and I'm really glad you had a good time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, things are just kind of different now, you know, compared to where they were when the band first started. Um, I know, I know some artists who say they, they never really wanted to, to be known as a funny songwriter, but then they had like a fluke hit with a funny song and then they found themselves locked into this kind of funny song world. But, um, I was different in that I, I did want to make funny music and, um, I loved all the stuff I heard on, on Dr. Domeno, you know, especially Weird Al, uh, Frank Zappa, Barnes and Barnes, and a lot of the funny bands of the, of the last few decades, like the Dead Milkman and King Missile, uh, Dread Zeppelin, uh, Psychotic Norman. Um, and I was inspired by that and that was the kind of music I, I wanted to make. It was the only music I wanted to make and, um, I was so lucky to find Buzzy and Bobzilla and Fartman, you know, th- these other three guys who were, who were also really into that stuff and were willing to form a band with me. And, um, you know, I'm just so grateful that those guys really helped me realize my dream of bringing funny rock and roll and hopefully a lot of joy to people. Um, and, it, it was it was interesting because Euripides Pants were were really lucky to to kind of fill this this comedy rock void that was starting to open in um, 2008, and we got so lucky. People just kind of took to us immediately, and before we knew it, we were playing these big rooms and selling a lot of records. And you know, it it was a great feeling to to have people come up to you in, in all kinds of situations and say you're. Your songs really helped them through a, a, a hard time. You know, um, songs like um, Deep Fried Butter Pads, um, Trump's Plump Rump, Why Won't You Share Your Location With Me, Potato in My Tailpipe, My Dad Has a Secret Ska Past, 12 Years of Moron. I think I just dropped something. Hang on. Mm-hmm. You're right, Tippy. Hang on, it rolled under the, this ottoman. Okay. I got it. I got, got it. it. Good, good. Yeah. Um, I Dream of Genitals, um, Insta Golden Grams, Till Death Do We Fart, uh, Bridget Jones Dairy, The Bra of Frankenstein, um, Fidget Spitter, Chomping Fiona's Apples, Grandma Found My Bong and Now She's Got the Munchies, Something Bad. Stairway. To, sorry, I dropped it again. Mm-hmm. Is it slippery? It's really. It's like it's. It's embarrassing. It's my lucky marble, and I dropped ah. it. You know, there's that. You know that thing where if something rolls under, it goes exactly to the middle where you can barely. I, I got it. There we go. Oh, thank um, goodness. Uh, stairway to heaving. Um, I met her at Wegmans. We broke up at Walgreens. We're going to need a bigger gravy boat, um, pizza party pen pal. Tippy? Yeah, I, I have to get a drink or something. Hang on. Yeah, take it. It's just... <clears throat> uh, um, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Yule. Um, 
Woke Up Woke, One Nation Underwear. And other songs like that. <laughs> yeah, other ones like that. No, those... But you guys were pretty successful. I, I mean, we even got a couple Grammys. One for, um, I think I'm in love with my dentist. And a couple years later for in the year 2065, Grandpa Skyler's Revenge. Oh, man. That is such a great song. Um, well, both of those are. Those are classics. Thank you. I mean, I love, I got to just say, so many songs I love, um, playing hide and seek with myself is so good. The only thing we have to drink is beer itself. Tom Cruise wore dirty shoes when he danced on my couch is such a good song. Me before coffee. Santa Claus is skipping Sean Spicer's house this year. Low hanging glutes. The grass is always greener at the dispensary. Taco hell. Saxon pugs. But bacon. Grandpa's got the little blue pill. You guys were, you guys were so on it. Like you really just, the, the body of work is undeniable, Tippy. Thank you. Thank you. I think we were the first rock band to have have a, a comedy song reach number one and that was of course the um the ballad of ken burns barber <laughs> that's a good one i love i love it yeah yeah well yeah i, I don't know i mean it's so many good songs um Thanks. That means a lot to me. Um, well, I'm glad that, you know, it's nice to tell an artist that you love them. I mean, it's like six Mike Pence, none the richer is such an awesome song. That was a, that was a bear to record too, because we were laughing so hard. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, cream in my Kofifi. I love, I just like, these are, le these are classics. These are like modern classics, Tippy. Thank you. Thanks. That, that's really, I don't know. Uh, you know, I got to just say, you, you did it. Like, you have what all these people would, would like think is like the ultimate dream job. You know, you got you get paid so much money to make people laugh with music, and, and you sound so success like you've been so successful, but you sound so depressed. Like, well, well, why are what's making you so depressed? Well, you know, it's like if you're the best pizza maker in the world, every place you go, everyone just wants to talk to to you about pizza, or or they want to make you take you out to eat pizza and before too long you're going to be really tired of all things pizza you know mm -hmm. and that's pretty much how, how it's like for me every time I leave the house you know everyone just wants to talk to me about a funny song I wrote or 
they want to pitch me a funny idea for a song or they just want to yell my own song titles at me, you know, Hamilton Schmamilton, the biggest band in Delaware, Stranger Things, my ass. I, I mean, I'm lucky that, that people love and care about our music, but I, I just don't want to talk about it after work. I mean, like, you know, imagine you've, you've just gotten off stage and you're exhausted from two hours of making people laugh with tunes like you call this a sausage party and Rush's least complicated song. And you're at a nice restaurant having a glass of wine and a, and a Caesar salad and your waiter says, oh, you simply must write a song about the time I dropped a chili cheese dog on my crotch just a minute before a job interview. You know, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's just not what I want to, I want to talk about. So it's, oh wait, hang, hang on, hang on. I, I, I gotta do one of these cameos for this fan. I can't believe people are willing to pay so much money for this sort of thing. Hang on. <laughs> hey Steve, this is Tippy Nerdlinger. Hope you're having a safe day and you're eating plenty of deep fried butter pads (laughs) hope you're having a hilarious week my friend and by all means keep on laughing um but anyway what were we talking about um just how how you're doing great like you're doing great and i don't know why you'd be so sad but I guess you know you explain the I get I get it I guess you know yeah my my shrink um, uh, Dr. Vincenzo he he says the same thing he doesn't understand why I I just can't be grateful for all of it and ultimately I, I am but you know my my funny music career just per- permeates everything about my my personal life you know like take take parent teacher night. My kids' teachers want to joke around with me more than they want to talk about my kids' school progress. And, and you know, nowadays all these teachers play the guitar or the ukulele and they have pretty much a captive audience with me and my ex-wife sitting there. That's a whole nother story and whole nother unfunny layer to this whole nightmare of my life. But um, anyway, the, the teachers either want me to sing Duncan D's Nuts or... or play me some of their own funny songs while I'm sitting there and I'm worried about my son Shasta not being at the same reading level as everyone else in his grade, you know? So it's, it's tough, you know, it's just definitely not what I, I signed up for. And, you know, I mentioned I'm, I'm divorced. Imagine trying to navigate through the dating scene at 40 when every potential partner knows me as the silly guy with the red ponytail who sang, I got VD on VD to Kathy Lee and Hoda on the Today Show on Valentine's Day in 2015. You know, it's mm-hmm. hard for hard for them to get past. You know, and as as you've seen in the show, I do all these funny faces when I perform. So that's even more off-putting to potential lovers. You know, I I don't know if you ever saw the the Robert Townsend film Hollywood Shuffle. Have you seen that? I have. Yes. There's that scene where people are picketing his character, uh, Jimmy, for playing a very unfortunate stereotype on, on a TV show. And his wife is defending him. And at one point, a female 
reporter comes up to her and asks her if Jimmy makes those dumb faces he makes on the show when they're in bed. And I, I've had I've had moments like that. You know, uh, a a friend of mine tried to set me up with a friend of hers, but the friend said she could never go out with me because she'd always be thinking about how I had sex with that new metal scarecrow in our video for children of the band Corn, and it would be quote dust bowl city down there for her you know it's very very hurtful you know so factor in all that stuff and you can see how it, it would wreak havoc upon my my personal life you know it's it really is a double-egged sword i'm sorry i said double-egged sword i as you can see i i can it, i have tendency to fall into comedy rock speak in normal conversation double egg sword is of course a song on our sixth album tan fat is pretty fat i guess what i'm getting at it is you know it's tough because i i made a fortune doing this and i made a name for myself as kind of the king of comedy rock and roll but i i painted myself into this joke rock prison mm-hmm. but hang on let me write that down that's that's a really good title for my memoir. Hang on. Joke Rock Prison. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, I just, I kind of fucking hate funny music, you know? It's, it's, it's pure drudgery. I dropped that thing again. Hang on. Oh, it's a lucky marvel, but I can't seem to hang on to it. Which is, that's like a, I don't know if that's ironic or bittersweet. I, I don't know. So, I don't know. Basically, this it just isn't the, the music I, I want to make anymore, and it's 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 just eating me up. Well, then what what kind of music do you want to make? Well, you know, like the the songs I connect with most are um, I don't know, like uh, Everybody Hurts, um, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry, He Stopped Loving Her Today, Cats in the Cradle, I Can't Make You Love Me, Shannon. Uh, when the party's over, the Tigers have spoken, uh, yesterday, winter takes it all, I'll remember you, you know, songs like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Those are, those are some pretty, um, yeah. Well, what, what kind of, what kind of like, are there, are, you know, I'm, I'm curious about you now that I got you, I see what kind of music you're interested in. It's very very different from the from what you're making as a uh you know as a, as the singer from Euripides pants and um like what, what how about movies and stuff like what kind of movies are you into these days well uh my favorite movies are um gosh let's think uh requiem for a dream um leaving las vegas um elephant man old yeller oh, wow Ordinary People, um, Into the Wild, Sophie's Choice, uh, Terms of Endearment. My favorite movie, of course, is Schindler's List. Oh, these are those are pretty intense, pretty intense movies. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I I just connect with them somehow. Sure, sure. No, I I, I know. I get that. Well, how about like are, what kind of books are you uh, into? Uh, hang on, let me just look at this shelf real quick. Um, what we got here? Uh, Flowers for Algernon, uh, The Road, The Remains of the Day, uh, Charlotte's Web, The Notebook. Oh, hang on. I'm so, I'm so sorry. 
I forgot I have this interview right now with that comedy podcast, The Funny Farm. That's what we need, right? Another, another comedy podcast. I'm thinking yeah. pure torture, pure torture for me at this point. Anyway, it, it was good talking to you, Tom. I, I, I should go. Um, well, can I can I ask you a question before you before you get out of here? Something I've always wondered. Yeah, sure. What what Tippy can't be your real name. Like, what is your real name? Can I ask that? No, my real my real name is actually Tippy Nerdlinger. Um, it's like my my parents gave me a name that would ensure both giant success and also the arrival of my greatest personal nightmares. So, anyway, good good talking to you. Um, hang on a second. Hey, what's up, freaks? It's Tippy time. Now, who is ready to laugh? Tippy. Mm, okay, I guess we lost Tippy. Anyway, I think we got the we got the short end of the stick on that Tippy interview with the. Uh, I don't know, poor guy. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, and Michael Lisk. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason, website and technical support provided by Martine Sellis, and the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram over at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.